0: Fighting for freedom every day. Republicans right now, the conservatives, which unfortunately, this is what we have to do every time. Even after a vote where people are sick and tired of the establishments, they're sick and tired of the squeezy, middle-of-the-road, squishy kind of Republican rhinos, and we vote conservatives in, then we have to fight tooth and nail in D.C. to actually be heard within the Republican Party.
1: This is The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is.
0: What's up? Welcome into it. It is a Friday. Hey, you made it to the end of the line, my friends. The end of the work week. It is exciting if you don't have to work the weekend, which many of you do, in which case I pity you and I feel sad, but I'm right there with you in the same boat. So, hey, welcome into it. Great to have you along for the ride, broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas, on our flagship radio station. We are all over the country radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, however you watch or listen to the show. Your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day. Welcome aboard. It is a Friday. We're going to try and keep it somewhat lighthearted, although we have a lot to talk about. We have Hunter Biden indictment. We have Kevin McCarthy with the leaked audio of the back-and-forth with him and conservatives in the House of Representatives. Could we see him being removed as the speaker as he challenges them to do so? And what would that do for the Republican Party if that happens? We have that. Also, bottom of the hour, we have Steve McGuire. He is a retired judge. He's also uh, previously with the Federal Trade Commission, and he is an author of multiple different political thriller books. We'll talk about what books that you can curl up with as the season begins to cool and we go into the holiday season on what you can read and how they may be inspired by, I don't know, true crazy events that are going on in the world today. We'll have some fun with that at the bottom of the hour. So welcome in. There's uh interesting, just when you think, just when you think that the progressives, the left side of the aisle can't go more bonkers, you see them obviously go more bonkers because as we talk about so much on this program, and as you know, The more centralized government power they have, the Democrats meaning, the progressives, the liberals, the more they have in centralized power, they consolidate everything, they try and run these new government programs, you can see how inefficient they actually work. Now, I want to ask you a question because this happens in many different uh, cities all over the country, including where I'm based out of here in Wichita, Kansas, where our flagship If you have a food desert in your area, which according to the government, they define a food desert as a location where within a city that there is not a grocery store within a three mile radius of you, meaning it's very difficult unless you have public transportation. If you don't have a vehicle, if you don't have a bike, if you have to walk, if you have to get to someplace to actually get nutritious food. Rather than going to a grocery, or rather than going to a gas station, for example, and buying a hot dog and a bag of chips for dinner every single day, which I it breaks my heart to think that someone actually has to do that, because how lack of nutritional that could be means that we have major health issues, which is why we see so many sick people in the country. We have major pharmaceutical problems because too many people going on pharmacy pills because they have health issues, largely because of diet. Diet can really solve, I don't know, 60%, and this is just me as a non-doctor throwing out these numbers, But a very vast majority of the illnesses that are in the country today. And when you have a food desert, that's a problem. Now, why do we have food deserts? That's another conversation uh, for another time. We could go deeper into it later about crime rates, on why there's individuals going and stealing the food because it's too expensive, uh, too expensive. It's because maybe it's not zoned properly and the cities, wherever that may be, don't zone it proper to allow businesses to have food there. Uh, Maybe it's because the city doesn't allow people to grow food in their backyard and actually share it with a farmer's market or something. And therefore, it creates a lack of opportunity for people to get healthy nutritional food. And that's a cause for concern. Now, I bring this up. Because there is a new headline out of Chicago, according to the BlockClubChicago.org, and it's on Breitbart News as well if you want to go look at it. But the mayor of Chicago, Mayor Brandon Johnson, in his administration, says they are now exploring the idea of a municipally owned grocery stores around the city. <laughs> yeah, because that's going to work really well. So, in other words, the government is now going to be handling your food distribution. Now, this is right out of the 1984 book that we're all concerned about as conservatives, where the government handles your nutrition. This is good. Apparently, we haven't learned our lesson so far because people still defend it. But what happened when the government gave you a health care option? Oh, don't worry. We're not going to shut down your business. We're not going to turn away your mom and pop pharmacy. We're not going to turn away the mom and pop family care physician. We're not going to. If you want to keep your doctor, you can keep your doctor. If you want to keep your plan, you can keep your plan. However, we're just going to run them out of business by making prices way lower and then making people drive to here to where they can't compete. They shut down and, you know, you can keep them if you want, if they're still around. But this is eventually going to be the only option for the single payer health care plan. Well, this is going to turn into the single uh, food distribution center in the place because grocery stores won't be able to compete while it's starting off as an idea of we're just trying to help the less fortunate individuals in food desert areas. What does that mean for food shortages? What does it mean for the self-dependence that you may have? What does it mean for supply chain issues and so much more? Happy to have on the program as we get into our What's Trending story of the day. What's Trending Today. To talk about ways where we can fight this, push back on this, and try and come up with our own self-dependency just a little bit because I think it's needed now more than ever before. Excited to have back on the program as they're great partners with us here on The Voice of Reason with ThriveLife.com, Mr. Steve Carr on the line. Steve, how are you, my friend?
2: Andy, I am doing awesome, my friend, and can you believe a grocery DMV <laughs> right in your backyard, what could go wrong?
0: What could possibly go wrong? The first thing that I think of is a, a, a bread line that we see in communist Russia to where they control the food distribution, and it's going to be so much cheaper, so therefore you don't need to go to that private store that's that's raping and pillaging the consumer with high prices for the food. Don't worry, the government's got your back. It's going to start in the food deserts. And then it's going to turn into, well, let's just have all of the grocery stores in your entire community run by the government. That sounds like a great idea.
2: here's the alternative uh, for those who want it. And you and I have experienced this. What a blessing, right? Get it delivered to your door for free. Clean food, the cleanest food you'll ever find. If I give you a can of Thrive Life blueberries, there's one ingredient in the can. Guess what it is? Yeah. Blueberries. Blueberries. No preservatives, no sugars. Kids eat this stuff like it's popcorn. Listen, this is the way to go. It was Reagan who said, government is not the solution. Government is the problem. And we have people today, Andy, more and more, where it's going down, it's cascading down. It started with elderly people who are having to pay so much for food, they couldn't pay for their medication. Now, we have so much for food for the average family, it's going down to the kids, to where kids can't get an education where they can learn to read and write. They can't play sports because their parents have to pay more food for groceries. This is going down to my, my grandkids, Andy. I don't like it. So... Here's a positive solution, folks. If you want to find more, how you can even get free food delivered to your door for free, uh, give us a call. Uh, let me give out a number, 714-308-4140. You'll get my wife's voicemail. Just leave your name and your phone number. I will personally call you back. Again, 714 714- 3084140 and Andy you and your wife and your family have gotten this food is it as good as i say
0: well i'll just tell you this we got some of these uh strawberries and they're they're gone so there's that uh yeah they are fantastic the the kid loves them the wife loves them and i love them myself as well so uh yeah it is definitely and like you said when it gets there the freeze dried food is exactly what that is it's no preservatives in there it's just the food, and it's a perfect snack, or to be able to. Which I did not realize, Steve, that you can actually put water in it, and then it gets back to its normal normalcy again. You
2: have to rehydrate. Now, here's the other thing too, Andy. I I love crunchy. Yeah. So I'll put, you know, mangoes, blueberries, asparagus in a smoothie, um, and 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 rehydrate it. Or I'll put uh, strawberry blueberry in my yogurt. And I love the crunchiness that it provides on cereal, again, provides crunchy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Over 200 diverse products from fruits, vegetables, dairy, spices, et cetera, et cetera, again, that the everyday person Uh, Andy, especially with the sales sometimes going up to 50% off. delivered to your door for free if you do it the way that we suggest you do it. And we would love to hear from anybody who wants to just try it out. Again, 714-544-8900 is the number, or even a better number, excuse me, is 714-308-4140. And uh, we would love to talk with you and share with you how you can get this good, clean, uh, vine-ripened, tree-ripened food. You're not going to get it more at its peak unless you're standing right under the tree and pick it. Then you'll get it through Thrive Life and working with us.
0: Yeah, I love it. Uh, Steve, we talked a little bit about this before as well, but do you think there's an awakening going on right now, especially after the COVID pandemic, of people that are more conscious about what they put in their body and what they're eating. And it's not going out and getting the super uh, freezer-packed, processed, boxed foods or or canned foods that are out there that has a lot of the salt intake. uh, I mean, obviously we have an obesity issue in the nation because of some of the foods that are actually even banned in many other nations right now. We're becoming more conscious of actually what we're intaking, and this is a great way to do that where it's quick and easy, but yet at the same time it's actually healthy for you.
2: You know, that's an awesome question, Andy, and unfortunately, it's a mixed answer. So, on the one hand, your point is accurate, where it's triggering people to go, okay, I not only want longevity of life, I want quality of life. I don't want to be suffering from the allergies, the sicknesses, uh, you know, the anti-immunization that occurs through certain, uh, vac, quote, vaccines that, you know, 90% doesn't work. Let me ask you this real quick. If you had a polio vaccine and 90% of the people got polio, would you call it a vaccine, Andy?
0: <laughs> I, uh, well, it might be a vaccine, but it's not the vaccine for what they're telling us it's for. <laughs>
2: How about mumps?
0: <laughs> right.
2: If, if 90% of people who got a vaccine for mumps, would it be a vaccine?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, not really, not really.
2: I don't think so. So anyway, but but here's the, here's the challenge, my friend. The challenge is there's all kinds of alternative crud that's offered, that's filled with salt, that's filled with sugar, that's filled with starches off of this product literally since February steve carr has lost 19 pounds and andy for me even though i work out i'm 71 i work out four times a week weight is always a challenge for me so with substituting more and more of my daily consumption with thrive life products which again they're clean they're they're vine ripened um it satiates that craving, that hunger that's crazy that we all hate when we eat a lot and we're still hungry, or 30 minutes later we're hungry again. So it's not only good from a health standpoint uh, when it comes to um, the right type of foods entering our body, but it's also healthy in many ancillary ways. Also clarity. Uh, Andy, where uh, I'm 71, you know, at this time in life, I have a lot of my friends and so forth, you know, they're starting to suffer from dementia or Alzheimer's or, you know, as we see our president, um, age happens, right? (laughs) It happens to all of us. right? And so things can start to really impact our clarity. Yeah. And what I find for me is that man, when I wake up in the morning, rather than being foggy, I am clear. I'm ready to go and I'm clear throughout the day. So That's from I a holistic love that. standpoint,
0: I tell you, what I tell you, you hold on eat- hold, hold on the line, Steve. We gotta take a hard break here. I love that. I want to continue this when we come back. It's Steve Carr ThriveLife.com. Go and check those guys out. Some great products for you to be able to start eating clean and getting back on track here. That's what we're up here on the voice of reason for it's, a Friday. Stay it's
1: here. the voice of reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. This is the Voice of Reason
0: with Andy Hoosier. So as you know about this program, we're all about trying to be self-dependent, independent as much as we possibly can. That's with the states being more independent from the federal government. That's with cities trying to do and run their things properly from compared to what the states trying to tell them to do. And it goes on down to the school board and local municipalities all the way down to the single family and the individual trying to t- live their life and do their thing. And it's getting harder and harder to do. And now that we see stories of, oh, I don't know, government-run grocery stores, which is the most ridiculous and scariest thing I think we've heard in a while, the question is how can we be more independent? And whether it's growing your own food in your backyard with your gardens, whether it's trying to find clean food to be healthy, whether it's trying to not rely on a supply chain because of how unstable that can be. And I think COVID really woke a lot of individuals up about that. Uh, That is a cause for concern. Uh, We're talking with Steve Carr with ThriveLife.com. Go and check those guys out, freeze-dried foods that are healthy, that are actually clean, that you can actually be uh, self-sustaining with, and you can actually prepare. You can stack it away because, Steve, that stuff lasts uh, quite a bit, too. Being freeze-dried and and properly stored, you can actually stock up just in case, heaven forbid, we see other lockdowns, we see other crises in the country, and the supply chains stop kind of like we saw during COVID.
2: Yes, my name is Steve and I'm a Hooser holic <laughs> and I'm suffering withdrawals right now because I, I haven't gotten enough of my Hooser mm. shot going here so <laughs>
0: right. That's right. Well don't worry, we are your political therapist, my friend.
2: <laughs> you know, I love it. I love it, Andy. Who's her holic? That is just that <laughs> is just fantastic. You know, Bidenomics is working and uh, you know, I live out in California as so you know. And I just filled up our Audi uh, A5 uh, at $5.97 a gallon here. Um, So, you know, Bidenomics is working. Uh, He is pushing uh, more and more for electric cars uh, that have a worse uh, carbon footprint than the worst uh, fuel, uh, gas, or diesel that you can imagine possible by the time you look at battery replacement. And uh, they had a great German study uh, from, you know, the great country of Germany, uh, which built our car, the Audi, um, that just, you know, actually proved beyond a shadow of a doubt Andy, that uh, they're pushing us in the direction uh, where, rather than reducing our carbon uh, footprint, like we have uh, over the years as we've invested in solar and wind and so forth, uh, it, it, now it's going to increase it. Uh, it's unsustainable. Um, it's crazy. You know, I, I watch people waiting at a EV uh, electric pump for 40 minutes. 40 minutes, Andy. That's
1: insane.
2: Uh, what's the value of your time, folks? What's 40 minutes of your time worth yeah. to wait for an electric charge? And, oh, Andy, where did they get that electricity from? Oh, coal oh, powered. Funny that's, that's how that right. happens.
0: Funny that's right. That happens. So we
2: really saved a lot, didn't we, on all that? No, Bidenomics is working if you're an idiot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's true. It, it, everything is up. I mean, food itself right now is up near 30% on inflation just over the past 3 years under the Biden economy and it's about to go up even more after sinking another billion uh, multi-billions of dollars into the SNAP program that uh, they're trying to expand right now through the Farm Bill of 2023. It's a complete disaster, Steve, and we got about 30 seconds left here before we have to wrap up, but how can people reach out to you guys again if they want more information on this Thrive Live?
2: Absolutely, and thanks for asking, Andy. 714-308-4140. Again, that's 714-308-4140. I will personally call you back.
0: I love it, Steve. It's always good to talk to you, my friend. It's good to hear that we have alternatives out there as opposed to what's being shoved down our throats, literally and metaphorically, every single day in this nation that we can actually try and stay healthy and push back against this government agenda. Steve, we'll get you back on the show again real soon, my friend.
2: I am starting my first Hoosier Holic meeting in my home next week.
0: There we are, the Hoosier Holic meetings. There it is. We have to have our very own Hoosier Holic meetings. Don't worry, this one you can get addicted to as much as you'd like. Lots more coming up here on the Voice Reason for a Friday. Stay here.
1: This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. When Reason Meets
0: Radio, this is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Welcome back into it. Halfway through the program, man, it flies right on by on the home stretch for a Friday. Pat yourself on the back. You made it. You scream ice cream. We all scream for ice cream. Let's just carpe diem all over this place, baby. (laughs) See what we did there? See what we did there? As we get you set for another one. By the way, a little plug, our syndicated program on the weekend... That has a few more. I mean, we're already on multiple stations here for this program. We have even more stations that are on for our weekend show as well. Stay tuned in. We have a lot of really great information. We will give you an update on the United Auto Workers and their strike. We are day number one now into the picket line of wanting to work four days but get paid for five because that makes all the sense in the world. Thank you, unions in the UAW. Not going to go down that road today, but we'll have some fun with it. Thanks again to Steve Carr from ThriveLife.com coming on the show. Interesting information uh, for sure regarding supply chain issues, uh, food chain reliability. And I'm still, we'll talk some more about it here in a little bit, this uh, food desert issue with cities now wanting to create government-run grocery stores. So begins, my friend, the food distribution across the nation. Very concerning. We'll get some more about that here in just a little bit. But let's shift gears. It is a Friday. Let's have some fun today. What's trending today? And let's break your brain just a little bit. Let's make you think a little bit more. As you know, one of the favorite things we love to do on this program is unveil the layers of the onion, make you ponder life just a little bit deeper. And we do that every day here on the show to have fun with that. Excited to have on the program, as he has some political thrillers, is an author, Uh, author of the book Prior Restraint, also Fractured Power. Uh, which you can find on his website, which we'll give out here in just a moment. Happy to have on the program. He's a retired judge, also uh, with the Federal Trade Commission, Mr. Steve McGuire. Steve, how are you, my friend?
2: Hey,
3: Uh, hi, Andy. How are you doing tonight?
0: Hey, doing great. It is so good to chat with you. Uh, What a world we live in, and I can only imagine the stories that we can come up with watching just the real world happen before our eyes right now, isn't it?
3: Well, it is amazing, and... uh For those of us who are in the baby boom generation, uh, a lot of the transitions we're seeing made throughout society are very very, uh, disconcerting. So um, I don't think uh, our involvement in politics has ever been more important than it is now.
0: That is very true. I can only imagine the evolution or de-evolution, depending on how you look at it, uh, from your generation all the way up to what you're seeing today. I mean, I'm 34. I'm a millennial, so I haven't gotten the true change of the governmental system, the change of view from the the common folk uh, throughout the years to see how things have changed. But it's got to be quite eye-opening to see the direction that we've gone in this country.
3: Well, it is. It's amazing uh, how in the last just handful of years, what huge transitions we're seeing, and I think in large part it's due to the fact that the public is so ill-informed as to how our government works. I like to um, say during the presentations that I make uh, that the Annenberg Public Policy Institute recently ran a survey that indicates only one Uh, uh, than American in four can even name the three branches of uh, government. Wow. So when you have a public that is that, you know, ignorant of how their own country operates, is it any surprise that the politicians are, are acting without any uh, accountability whatsoever. So um, we need to, Uh, get involved, as we were chatting before the show on the uh, local level, to get people involved and uh, to have a say and to hold our uh, officials accountable.
0: Here's the question for you, Steve, is do we remember even how to do that? And just to look at the differences in generations, your generation knew how to look at a candidate and actually survey them and choose the right candidate for an election time not all the time obviously because politics is involved in it so that always skews things a little bit but we didn't have the social media that we had today we don't have we didn't have at least such a biased liberal progressive media that manipulated lied and hid things to uh, from us uh, all day and we tried to hold the elected officials accountable for their actions today the most activism that we see from a lot of the younger generations is a group chat on social media and a hashtag on there, but they don't know how to go out and actually make a difference. Is that that a cause for concern, do you think?
3: Well, of course it is. And uh, I've always said, uh, you know, I may be accused of being an old guy stuck in old ways. I don't think I am. But I've always said that the more connected we become, in technology the less connected we become to each other mm. and i think in large part that's what we're seeing today is that people don't even know how to get together on a personal basis and um i think the, the lack of a uh, real understanding about what's going on is at the core of it and um you know i know when i was in high school uh as were all my other uh, contemporaries uh one of the best classes I ever had was in you know, civics, yeah. where they taught us how government operates, how a bill becomes the, you know, the law. And if you were you know, really fortunate, your your class might even take a field trip to uh, Washington, D.C., you know, where you could see it up you know, close and personal. From what I understand, you don't see much of that anymore. So these young you know, people are growing up without any Guidance as to our underlying constitutional uh, you know, principles, and when you're that ill-informed, not only do you not are you not aware of your rights as a citizen, but your obligations as a citizen. So I think that's really compounded in the last generation, and uh, you know, contributes to the place we are today.
0: Yeah, it's scary when we have more people concerned about what Kim Kardashian's doing on the Tweety than yeah. what our government's doing and what bills that they're actually voting well, on. And Well,
3: that's exactly right. And I'm not so sure a lot of this hasn't been on purpose. Um, mm. I think they might,
0: the, the
3: powers that control this country, uh, I'm not so sure, aren't trying to keep the public ill-informed.
0: Oh, I completely agree. Absolutely. I think they're definitely trying to keep us distracted with a lot of uh, frivolous, ridiculous things and keeping us bickering amongst ourselves for sure. Which leads to them being able to grasp and consume and consolidate power at the federal level, which they've done oh so well over the past few decades, which leads into how you've created a lot of these political thrillers. Talk about some of these books and uh, uh, and, and kind of how you've I'm assuming that you've gotten a lot of your inspiration from these books, from what you're seeing right now.
3: Well, I've got it from my 32 years of being in Washington and seeing it up close and, and personal, and being behind the, the scenes. And uh, I, um, I guess um, I've always enjoyed uh, writing ever since I was in high school. But you know, I think after uh, you know, nine, uh, and then eleven, and the talk was about the war on terror, and I kept thinking, well, what? is the war on terror? I mean, what is terror all about in this country? And so my first book called Prior Restraint is about terrorism and the uh, media. And it begins when the country's leading TV, uh, the news anchor, is uh, brutally murdered in the streets of uh, Washington, seemingly by foreign terrorists. Uh, And overnight, the entire media establishment goes into a panic, but before they can make any you know, sense of it, a few days later, in Manhattan, one of the country's leading newspaper columnists and her editor are also uh, uh, the murdered again by seemingly by foreign terrorists. So the uh, media becomes paralyzed with the fear of who could be next. So seemingly overnight, a wave of self uh, and censorship grips the airways as no one dares to criticize uh, uh, extremism for fear that they might become a target. So behind the scenes is a corrupt U.S. senator who's leading the Senate Homeland Security Committee who's investigating these deaths, and uh, he's corrupt and he's using uh, his power to enable his own agenda. And I guess the protagonist is a young female reporter who's assigned to cover these deaths, and um, as she gets closer to the truth, she puts her own life in jeopardy. So it's a chilling story about the, uh, the uh, restraint on the free speech and the greed and power in Washington, and it really blurs the borders between reality and, uh, and the illusion, uh, and it has a plot line, I think even more than disturbing given its proximity to our everyday other than reality
0: yeah so I all like
3: my that. books yeah you know, all my books I've got two published now as I was saying earlier um, my third book should be coming out here in the next week or so but they all take place in Washington and they have a common theme of how power is exercised in Washington mm. and for those in your audience who have Ever watch the TV show the *House of Cards* with Kevin Spacey? Yeah, that might give you some idea of the tone that my books portray inside Washington. It's sort of a jaded, cynical view. Yeah, it's, I was going to say
0: your description reminded me of two TV shows where it would be amazing to have in book form, which is like you said, House of Cards, and then Twenty Four with Jack Bauer. Yeah, but, I mean yeah. between those two, if you blend those two together, these are these are the kind of books that you have, and that's the kind of book that I think would be amazing for individuals to be sucked into and realize what's going on in DC.
3: Well, that's right, and uh, I uh, like I said earlier, I give I've given forty some odd presentations and. And I can't tell you how many times I'll be asked the question, are your stories real? Because I portray <laughs> them in such a real context that people honestly ask me if it's true. And I say, no, but it could be.
0: It very well could and, be. And
3: uh, you know, these are uh, the works of you know fiction, but they portray real-life events yeah. in Washington.
0: I love that. Steve, hang on the line here. We're talking about Steve McGuire. You can sure. find his uh, website at stevemaguireauthor.com, stevenmcguireauthor.com. You can see his books on there. When we come back, we got to take a hard break here. When we come back around the corner, we'll give a tease about his new book coming out and how we can put these into perspective with what's really going on in Washington, D.C. Lots more coming up here for The Voice of Reason. Stay this here.
1: The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy
0: Hoosier. Yes, indeed it is. Reason, Common Sense, Rationale. It's what we do here on the program. Last few minutes, oh, how it flies by so quickly. It's very sad, but you know what? We'll continue it on later, so make sure to stay tuned in. You can also download the podcast, any of your favorite podcasting sites at The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. And you can find our weekday program, you can find our Saturday morning program, which is more for the local area just in the state of Kansas, city of Wichita, that sort of thing. And then, of course, our syndicated program we have over the weekend as well. Yes, yes, three different programs, six days a week, baby. We are constant, nonstop as we talk about activism and trying to stay involved at the local level wherever you may be, being that catalyst for change on your own, because that's what we have to do is we're hanging out with uh, Steve McGuire. Stephen Maguire Author.com is the website. Go and check it out, as he's got some great books. So, Steve, give us a little teaser. You talk about all the focus in D.C., the centralization of power, this uh, wake-up call that we have to have in it. it really the fantasy world that you write the books, but it's really not fantasy as we see what's going on in D.C. right now. But give us a little tease. What's this new book about?
3: Well, my uh, the new book, my first two books, the uh, first, as I said earlier, was called Prior Restraint. The, section, the second one was called fractured Power. The one that's going to be coming out here in the next uh, week or two is called Secret Deceit. And it's a chilling uh, then political you know, thriller about money and power and the plot to assassinate the president of the United States by a cabal of unscrupulous corporate titans who fear that his popular uh, uh Uh, the legislative agenda will cost them and their industry billions of of dollars in uh, commercial uh, profits. So after the president is, in fact, assassinated, there seems to be very little progress in the official investigation uh, into his death. And Secret Service agent Anthony Russo, who's the protagonist in this story, who served on the uh, White House presidential protective in detail, decides to conduct his own behind-the-scenes investigation into the president's death, and he ascertains the dark and appalling truth as to what actually transpired in uh, furtherance of this plot. So as the conspiracy begins to unfold, the agent... Uh, Places his own life in in grave in danger as the conspirators take every step imaginable to protect their uh, identity and to take out uh, agent the Russo in order to prevent him from exposing their role in in the scheme. So, Secret Deceit is a disturbing tale about unfettered greed and the uh, depths of uh, of the human. Uh, than depravity, all in the name of rampant corporate uh,
0: profits. I love uh, it. So again, you talk about relating it to current events. I seem to remember, not trying to connect any dots here in any way, shape or form, but I seem to remember during the Trump administration, him being concerned about the pharmaceutical industries coming after him in some way, shape or form, too. Well,
3: that's exactly (laughs) right. And uh, uh, so this corporate um power structure that we're seeing in this country um you know not only is it in a large uh, control of what's actually coming out of of washington you mentioned the pharmaceutical industry they i've uh, researched and they have made political contributions to 70 percent of all the politicians on capitol hill yep. so and in small ways or large, they have great control over the agenda. Certainly, impacting their own agenda, uh, their own um, priorities. And uh, it doesn't matter what aisle, what side of the aisle, the politicians are on. Um, you know, the I always said that the art of politics is the politicians coming to their home districts and trying to convince their constituents. They're operating on behalf. Of them, when in reality, they're serving their corporate masters. That's right. And uh, it doesn't. Again, it doesn't matter whether they're Republicans or, I think, Democrats. They're by and large working for the same corporate interests.
0: That it is, and they do such a good job of putting on that facade to look like they're there for the people as we talk about the centralization of industries, the healthcare industry, the food industry, now with these government-run grocery stores that the city of Chicago wants to put up. Whatever topic or whatever industry that you look at, they're finding ways to consolidate it and saying it's for the people. We see who it's really benefiting. It is StephenMcGuireAuthor.com. Stephen author.com. Go and check out the books with the new one coming out here relatively soon. Steve, we appreciate the time very much, my friend. we got to get you back on again soon. What do you say? Okay, Andy. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, sure. Absolutely. I love the conversation. We will definitely do it again soon. Until then, be your own Voice Reason. This is the Voice Reason. Have a wonderful weekend. We're back at it again on Monday. This is the Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. We'll see you on the radio. Media.